Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode 366, Bullying. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Mark DeCote. We had our first snowfall of the year yesterday, and I believe if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I talk about bullying. Speaking of bullying, I hope that's not what you think we are doing when we keep asking you to submit something to our Friday forum. We're really trying to encourage you to send in your own stories. So why don't you give it a try? Head on over to goldenspiralmedia.com feedback and use the form on that page to either type your message or attach an audio file and send it to us. Or you can use the SpeakPipe widget to record something using your device's microphone. And of course, you can always call the voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. Well, now it's time for today's fact of the day. Did you know that there are 18.6 million vacant homes in America and that there are 3.1 million homeless people? That just doesn't seem right, does it? Especially at this time of year when the weather is getting colder. Anyway, here's what I learned yesterday. According to the website stopbullying.gov, the definition of bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. Bullying includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. Now, I'm no stranger to bullying. Back in high school, I was a tall, gangly, long-haired kid who wore Motley Crue, Rat, and Iron Maiden t-shirts, but I also did well in my classes. Obviously, I didn't fit in with the preppy kids, nor did I fit in with the brainiacs. I was uncoordinated, so I was shunned by the jocks. And even though I considered myself a headbanger, I didn't do drugs like most of the other ones did, so I avoided all the stoners. And that left me in the vast minority at my school and a prime target for the other kids. Now, I wasn't beaten up or anything, or hit, or anything like that. But it wasn't uncommon for people to call me names, or to trip me in the hallway, to knock my books down, or to throw things at me. Now, I just learned to put up with it. After all, this was the 80s, and back then there were no anti-bullying campaigns. No mandated school programs, no special committees. If I happened to mention anything to a teacher or guidance counselor, I was just told to toughen up and get over it. That's how bullying was handled back then. Today, things are different. There are school programs, municipal programs, and federal programs, all to deal with the issue of bullying. There are pamphlets, books, websites, podcasts, all dedicated to helping people understand and deal with the subject of bullying. Even kids' cartoons these days deal with the issue. The education process starts at a very young age. But even with all of this awareness and prevention measures, the problem persists. I want to reread that definition of bullying. Bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. Bullying includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. It's this last part I want to touch on today. 
the excluding someone from a group on purpose. This part is a little bit of a gray area. How exactly does this work? What if, say, out of the blue, I decide to go to a movie tonight, and I call my friends Bill and John to join me, but I purposely decide not to call my friend Fred? Does that mean I'm bullying Fred? I can understand that Fred may feel a bit hurt for being excluded, but am I really bullying him? What if, on the other hand, I'm out with Bill, John, and Fred during the week, and I casually mention that I'd like to go see a movie on the weekend. Then, on Saturday, I call and invite only Bill and John to go with me that evening. Because Fred was there when I first brought up the topic, but I purposely don't call him, does this now constitute bullying? As I said, it's a gray area. Here's a third scenario. I tell Bill, John, and Fred, hey, let's go to the movies on Saturday. And we pick a show and a time. Then on the weekend, I swing by to pick up Bill and John and proceed to the movie without bothering to pick up Fred, leaving him at home wondering where we are. Now this one I can see as bullying. Fred was under the impression that he was coming with us, but I decided to exclude him on purpose. All three of these scenarios are somewhat similar. Bill, John, and I go to the movie, and Fred is left out. In the third scenario, I asked all three to come with me, and then I left Fred out, which is pretty clear-cut. However, in the first two scenarios, I never actually invited Fred, but I did purposely exclude him from my plans just the same. So, because I purposely excluded Fred in all three cases, do they all qualify as bullying? This is what our youth are dealing with today. They're being taught that bullying is wrong and it will not be tolerated, but the actual definition of what does and doesn't constitute bullying isn't always black and white. My daughter has school volleyball practice on Mondays after class. Practice finishes at 4.30, and then she has one hour to get to another school where she has yet another volleyball practice, but this time for her competitive league team. Because we live about 30 minutes from the school, on Volleyball Mondays, I usually pick her up after school practice and either take her out for dinner or have her eat something I packed for her from home before dropping her off at the other school for her competitive league. Now, there are two other girls on her school team that are also on the competitive team. One is a year older and drives. A couple of times this year, Joelle has called me saying not to bother picking her up. She and the other two girls would go out pick something up to eat before heading to the next practice. This is what happened on Monday. I got a call from her in the afternoon saying she had asked the girls if she can go with them and they agreed. But then, at 10 to 5 that afternoon, I got a call from Joelle and I could tell that there were tears in her eyes. She was telling me that she was at the other school, but that she was starved and wondering if I could bring her something to eat. It turns out that the other two girls had ditched her after practice. When the coach blew the final whistle, they raced to their lockers and then took off. A few kids that happened to still be at school overheard one of them tell the other to hurry up before Joelle came. When Joelle went looking for them, she was told what had happened, and luckily one of the other kids offered to drive her to her next practice. When I arrived at the school with food for Joelle, I can tell that she had been crying. Her coach was also there consoling her, but she didn't know why. Joelle didn't want to tattle on her friends. Finally, I told her that if she didn't tell her coach what had happened, I would. Eventually, the three of us went into an office and Joelle told her coach what had happened. 
Her volleyball coach is also a primary school teacher, and she's very familiar with what constitutes bullying. She was very upset at what had happened, not just because of the bullying, but for safety reasons as well. The two girls had not only dicks Joelle, but they had left her to fend for herself and find her own way across town to the other school. They were lucky that there was still someone at their school that offered to drive Joelle. Otherwise, she would have been forced to walk by herself in the dark. After hearing the story, the coach told me that she'd have a word with the girls. Now, after practice, when I went to pick Joelle up, her coach asked to talk to me. She had talked to the two girls. She told them their behavior was unacceptable, and she threatened to kick them off the team if anything like this ever happens again. She told me that the two girls did apologize to Joelle, although whether they meant it or not is anyone's guess. They thought it would be funny to leave her behind and didn't think it was that big a deal. They never considered that it was a form of bullying. Here's what I learned. In all the years since I went to high school, with all the progress, all the programs, all the committees, all the training, and everything else that the schools and the government are doing, kids today are still not much better than they were in my days. With everything they've been taught, children still have trouble identifying bullying. Joelle didn't realize she had been bullied until her coach and I told her. She knew her friends had been mean to her, but the idea of it being bullying had never crossed her mind. We teach our kids to stand up, respond to, and report bullying. But how are they supposed to when they still have trouble identifying it? Even those doing the bullying don't always realize what they're doing. Either that or, in some cases, they just don't care. And with the internet and social media, there's a whole new frontier available today that wasn't around in my day. It's become so easy to anonymously talk negatively about someone with little fear of discovery. You would think, with all the awareness campaigns, that the message would sink in. Bullying is wrong. I encourage you, don't be afraid to talk about bullying with today's youth. And once isn't enough. These lessons should be an ongoing thing. I thought I had done a good job teaching my kids, but obviously I was wrong. Joelle is 16 years old and obviously still has trouble identifying bullying. I'm sure she's not the only one. Just look at my movie example from earlier. The indicators are so subtle sometimes, it's hard to tell what is and what isn't bullying. Either way, bullying and how to prevent it is something we should never stop teaching. Or stop learning for that matter. We're never too old. I'm Mark Decote, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave us a review in iTunes by going to GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash iTunes.